DMV. All right, Golf DMV, it's another Golf DMV special. We are live at one of our favorite courses, definitely probably our favorite Montgomery County golf course, yeah. right? Little Bennett. Uh, the monster. Yes. <laughs> Little Bennett gives out beatings yes, when you does. come out and play. But we've got Mike Dixon, PGA Master Professional, uh, out here at Little Bennett. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Yeah, no, I'm looking for his been. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, so um, before we get into um, the Lag Master, you know, your product, which uh, seems to, you know, be wonderful in getting, in, in getting people to hit the ball clean, and we'll get some testimonials as well. Um, let's talk a little bit about being a PGA Master Professional. Here's the thing that, that, that I'm wondering. Um, and you, I don't, Vern already knows where I'm going with this. Yeah. Like, so for a guy like me, who is an upper teens handicap, let's just say that, how much better can I really get? So <laughs> I think it all starts like this, right? So I, I'm a TGM guy. I'm a golf machine guy mm-hmm. and golf and machine breaks everything down. But when it comes down to the golf swing, it's all angles. And what I do every day is I try to eliminate unrepeatable, consistent <laughs> ones, right? right. And, and usually we, we as humans find very interesting ways to try to correct the Gosswing. So to answer your question, I think, number one, you got to have a game plan. Mm-hmm. And this is where six years ago I changed my whole theory of teaching more to coaching. So if I'm going to build a house, I need four walls right so one wall is going to be technique which is the one that everybody usually exhausts Mm -hmm. the other one's going to be going to be how you practice which most people don't know how to practice efficiently and and actually and that's why we have trouble taking it from the range to the course which we hear everybody always talk about the other one's going to be your mindset right so your mindset who you see yourself as a player your mindset when you're on the golf course usually we are our own worst enemy <laughs> um, my best friend will robbins out in california he has this phrase we got to fire the caddy he's like <laughs> if if you had a caddy that would say the stuff that you're thinking in your head oh, you yeah. you'd, you'd be yeah. off the bag after one hole true and the other one's just like your plan like so like it, we talk about course management and stuff but i don't and i don't think people understand like if you're trying to break 90, you can't be trying to play the same game that we watch people do on TV. Right. right? And right. so Will does another great job of breaking it down where there's gears of the game and first gear, second, third, fourth, and fourth gears trying to go for the green every time. And that's what we're all trying to do. And we don't have that expertise, right? And right. It's like if we, if we could say golf was like skiing – you wouldn't just go jump in a helicopter because you're Goodness a guy no. right, and, yeah. and tell you to go heliski. And he's like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to go kill myself on this bunny hill like I did right. the first time trying to snowboard. Again, like, so you got to work your way up, right? And that's why tees are staggered because, again, skill level and distance. Mm-hmm. And I see it every day that people play the wrong, the wrong tees. Oh, my gosh. I'm so tired of yeah. the women, quote-unquote, women's tees. Like, yeah, no, it's just forward tees. Honestly, play yeah. if, if you... If you can't play from, you know, the one of the further tees, yeah. play from the forward tees. Because yeah. with my son, he's 10, and I play with him. And we, anytime he's with me, I don't even – we don't even do, you know, I play one tee, he plays another one. We all just play the forward tees. And I have a good time doing that yeah. because most of my approach shots, I have a shot. Have, have, have you ever shot 68 playing the four tees? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, well, Fred point. Funk said yeah. that he did that when he was getting ready to go on tour too, right? He, you, I had my juniors do that. Hey, guys, you don't get to hit drive. Uh, you have to hit driver still. Right. right. You want to know what it's like hitting the 340, then peg it up on the red tee, 
put put it down there where again it gets tighter. Yes, right. And more right. trouble. It's like right. hey, it's more. And then, but you got to put yourself when you're hitting a lot of wedges. Because to answer your question on getting back, kind of on topic of getting from a 16 into a single digit, it comes down to wedge game, right? Mm-hmm. So like inside of 100 yards, your strokes are double. Mm-hmm. And when I find most people, you look at over 10 handicap. They don't know. You, they get up there. They want to get there as fast as they can, but they, then they get up there. They, they don't have a 60-yard shot, 40-yard right. <laughs> shot. Okay, well, let's work on that. And then and we have all this technology now that's so inexpensive, like PRGR, put it down, catches your ball. You go to shot the Ken Haynes Point has yep. the shot tracer. Mm-hmm. You can get all this data now, and that's what's going to help you learn that. Then, again, like low single digits. Okay, well, when you're inside of 100 now, you got to flag it. Right, right. You right. want to break par, you got to knock down the flag. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so mm-hmm. there's just stages. Um, and I think, again, Will, Will really helped me understand that it's not just about trying to make this perfect golf swing, which I always still kind of try to go towards. Right. <laughs> you know, like, like, hey, you know, like, I just see this different swing out of this body. You're like, how, how are we going to make that happen? Um, but again, like, and that's the tie to the golfing machine and the bio swing dynamics and how are you built to swing a club versus how we're trying to swing a club. There's, right. a, there's a lot that gets into it. But, yeah, again, I think that's everybody wants to get better. I think that's the coolest thing about the game is you, you, you always can get better, but I think it's having a plan, right? It's not right. hitting, oh, hey, I need to buy that new driver so I can hit it three. If you hit it 300 yards and you still can't hit a 60-yard shot, like, I took kids out. We were on the 100-yard plate. I'm like, you guys just hit a 320-yard drive, mm-hmm. and you still made a bogey. Yeah. yeah, because you can't Not you can't good. get you you can't get down in three from here. Right, like from a hundred yards. Come on, let's go. Yeah. So, I think it's that's a fun game too. Is if you go out and just like you know what, I'm just going to drop it here and, and talked about that. Yeah, yes. like Ops thirty six is a great program that does Ops that. Thirty six. Yeah, yep. sign my son up for it. Yep. I need to be it's signed so up for good. it. Yeah, like <laughs> again, like they start you at twenty five and you got to work your way back. And you got a thirty. I love that idea though too because you're going in. And you're learning at a very young age. And they do it for adults, too, so it's mm-hmm. not necessarily just kids. Right. But they they learn at a very young age the understanding of par. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I feel like that that's always one thing that I, I struggle with my former director of junior, or, uh, junior golf is it was always about pushing them back, pushing them back. I'm like, why can't we let them get up, get up here and, like, start shooting 72 and 69s and 68s mm-hmm. and, like... Before. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... Get them where they're like, hey, like this isn't a big deal. I just I broke par when I was eight. Right. I don't have to learn how to break par when I'm twenty. Right, right, right. right, right. And for some reason, we're always in the we're and again, like I don't know if it's because like well, all the older kids are back there. It's like stay up there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Get like mm-hmm. really, really good, right? Like and usually, if I see a, a kid, a junior, that has a really good short game, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 100%. It's something that's like really hard. The touch and all that—that's really hard. And that's, that's what I'm trying really to get teach. my son to understand. Like you've that's got it. And, it, and I'm not the best example. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not the best example of yeah. someone who works in the short game or, or is good at it. But I'm trying you to tell lead, him. But you yeah, got lead by example. You, exa- yeah. No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and we talked about this. I think on the show last year where we I did. said I'm going to approach the 2023 season mm-hmm. where we're going to go to any nine hole course. It could be Sligo. It can be Paint Branch. Pay for the tea time, and we're going to start at 100 or 125. 150 out and you got to get it in in three yeah but ask me how many times i've done that yeah absolutely yeah. zero so i'm gonna i'll give you a spin <laughs> i can't remember who i was talking to it was um it might have been mike thomas over at chartwell 
but he's like doing like a spinoff of the Ops 36. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, dude, that sounds really cool. So we did this about three, two weeks ago. I got seven kids. We went out. We're at the 100-yard mark. And I'm like, here's the game. If you make two or better, you go back. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. If you make three, you stay mm-hmm. where you are. And if you make four or worse, you go forward 25 yards. So back 25, forward. <laughs> after six holes, all seven kids were 25 yards from the hole. Huh. And they still it. couldn't get, again, like, it was, you know, our greens out here. Yeah. So, like, you, you, I mean, it's a little and, bit. And, and, and there was, it was in the middle of the drought. So the greens were rock hard. These kids can't. It's a little bit. They're, not, the they're not flying it and stopping it. So <laughs> they were not happy with me at the end. But I'm like, this is the game, guys. Yep. Like, if, if you had to punch out and you're 50 yards away and you can't get up and down, I'm like, you're making bogey. Yeah. Right. 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 So it's, right. it's understanding, again, like, going back to the whole four walls to build, you know, this game. And, yeah. and we got to have a strategy. Yeah, I think what, that's where the, what wall the, is buying new gear to make yeah. me feel better about my game. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the roof. That's the roof. <laughs> that's the roof. <laughs> roof is buying new gear. But that's the problem, right? Everybody's putting a roof before they build the house. That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah. get this new down. gear. Got to buy some stuff. Yeah, it, gear, clothes, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Man, you I literally look good just if did. You can't, if you can't swing, you can't look. You gotta look the part. I, I, I just did a binge purchase. Um, and uh, an impulse purchase, and uh, I won't even share what it. You guys will see it soon. Oh, okay, I just put it. The shoe game is about to be is about uh, to be fine. Yeah, but I can't. I can't chip and putt. I can't. But I'm I'm sitting there buying new shoes. You look nice. Yeah. <laughs> I look you look nice like you can. So, Mike, you're a mas- master, um, you know, professional, a PJ a, a professional, a teacher. Um, what's the difference between the master and not having the master on it? Yeah, so there's 27,000 PGA professionals, and that starts with an apprentice who's just getting into the program. Again, like, that's what I was when I, I went through uh, Ferris State University um, back in 98. Mm-hmm. And basically, you go through these steps. And so there's 27,000 pros, and again, like, your head pros are usually, like, A1s. They have classifications. Um, and to get... To be eligible to go into even start your master's program, you have to be a PGA professional for, I believe it's like eight years or 10 years. And now there's actually preliminary stuff you have to do to go through and get certified and step through. Um, But there's only 425 master professionals, last I checked, in in the world, if you will, out of 25,000. 27,000. Yeah. Um, so again, like it's, it, it's definitely a big, um, big piece again, like respect the game and, and, you know, carry myself a little different and honor the, uh, the badge and grow the game and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, there's probably it, it, with COVID, it took about seven years. Okay. Like I was ready to do it and I just, I didn't do it in time. Um, but basically what you have to do is you have to put your whole life and your whole philosophy, everything from full swing, chipping, pitching, right. everything, marketing, um, your facility and whatnot. And this is when I was still at Congressional and it was about 82 pages. Yeah, I heard this on Alex Dixon's podcast, like Railway a, Golfer, like because yeah, and we played yeah. at another Montgomery County course with Alex, right? Uh, we, we played Laytonsville with Alex. Yeah. And, um, My brother from another mother. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like Alex. the same way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you talked about this on his course where, uh, on his show, where, you know, you've got this uh, long, you know, thing you've got to write, but then also in your presentation, you, it has to be a certain Stressful. time limit. And if it goes over, then you're done. Mm-hmm. And then you've got like a lesson you've got to do in front of like the board yeah. or committee yeah. or whatever you got it three, is. Committee of three that's overseeing it. And again, you got 30 minutes and you got to change ball flight. <laughs> right. And it's, and 
usually it's a random person off the street, and so I don't know how much they know getting like into me, it. Like me, and he's like, how in the world am I going to change like, this hey, you guy want a free golf lesson? <laughs> right. Sure, that sounds you cool. Like, wait a minute, there's a stop clock? A right. stop clock? Like, we got 30 minutes? Like, we were, again, I was going through... I think I, I don't know how much time I went over, but I know I went over on the presentation by at least a minute or two. Because when I asked, I'm like, how much time we got? And like, seven minutes. And I had like 25, 30 slides left. And I just started <laughs> blasting. I'm like, oh, this is just my marketing stuff, you know, my emails I send out, whatever. And then we're, and I kid you not, like, we're in the middle of the lesson, and this guy, like, the swing's changing. It looks so good. I'm right. like, man, all you got to do is catch a ball. Mm-hmm. He's like, hitting the top of it just like it's <laughs> and I'm like how much time we got yeah seven minutes I'm, I'm giving like, you the instruction how, I just need you hit it clean it, man. Like, how do I have it that seven good minutes, at seven minutes time. I'm like lucky sevens <laughs> and so he he hits one and it's about seven feet off the ground okay and it's just it's, it's straight though right and I, I turn and like I'm like okay like um, it's my time up and they kind of look and back at each other and I'm like okay let me wrap this thing up so I go through I'm like again like you're a side under golfer we need to work on your takeaway these are the keys and um, like alright great job Mike we'll meet you up in the clubhouse mm-hmm. so they leave and the guy he was actually a PGA faculty member okay. so he knew what was up right. he knew the importance he's like yeah man and when you asked how much time we had left I got started really nervous <laughs> and I'm like yeah no I, I get it I was nervous too mm-hmm. I'm like but you did great I'm like man like if I had another 30 minutes you'd be smashing this thing right. he's like dude like I heard you were telling me stuff that I've never even heard of before and I'm like cool I'm like I got videos of it I'll, I'll upload them for you so again you can put videos and I'm happy because it was down in Dallas um, oh okay but uh, I walk in and went to the restroom, put water on my face. I'm just like, you're coming back. You're, there's no way you're passing this thing. And I uh, walk out, and they, they're like, congratulations. So, yeah, it was very uh, – one of those milestones, again, like winning PGA Teacher of the Year and that. There's these, like, things that are just like, you know, it's pretty awesome for a kid from Ohio that – didn't play college golf. Didn't get my first lesson until I was 16. Wow. You know, my dad was an avid golfer. Loved golf. Play, I played golf. I, I still, I'm like, Dad, I don't know why you took me on a golf course. <laughs> like, I, I would have made me walk in. Like, I was such a punk. I was just throwing clubs and not things not to do, kids. I yeah. tell, I tell all, the, all the junior, I'm like, guys, you're not that good. Stop, yeah. stop getting mad. Stop getting I'm mad. Like, it's yeah, okay. Like, it's, it's not going to help you. I, I can tell you from experience. But your dad or your grandfather was a great athlete, right? Like five, yeah. Five sport yeah my athlete. dad, my dad was a jock again. He mm-hmm. grew up in like, like uh, about an hour out of Columbus in Ohio. And, mm-hmm. You know, so he was a farm boy, and you played every sport. Like, yeah. High school probably Most had like four hundred people in it, yeah. so like he was playing every sport. He wrestled, basketball, football, golf. Um, and again, like I look at him now, and he's like, "Yeah, why? Why am I hitting it shorter, and you keep hitting it longer?" I'm like, "I don't know what the time. <laughs> I'm like, we're going a different direction." <laughs> but um, no, and again, like I owe everything to him and my mom. Like I was ready to go to Cincinnati for architecture, and um, it's kind of crazy. Like I came home one day, and it was January, snowing out in Ohio, right. Northeast Ohio, and. I was like, you know, you can go to school to be a golf pro? And I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that might not be bad. Yeah. Like, it sounds way cooler than sitting behind a desk drawing buildings. Right, right, And, right. Uh, again, we went and visited, uh, went across enemy lines up to the state up north. And, you yeah. know, that was, yeah. the tough, yeah. that was tough to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's not been a bad run for the last 22 years. No. So we, we, 
Not at Penn all. Penn State's been a tougher, uh, bigger thorn in our side than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you go from PGA, you know, you know uh, master professional mm-hmm. uh, to I think I have something unique that can help individuals. You're yeah. talking about the lag master. Mm-hmm. Talk about the development of the product and just the concept. There's nothing like this on the market. This can help people. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me develop this. Yeah. So it was pure by accident. <laughs> like <laughs> most great ideas, hundred percent right? accident. I think um, I would tell you like the two things that I struggle with. Everybody who walks up to my range tee, and I, I would say a lot of teachers would agree with this. Is number one how they hold it, mm-hmm. right? So grip, grip. again, yep. grip puts everything in perspective <laughs> and allows for proper things to happen in the swing, and then the sequence of the swing, right? So, like, again, we got all this amazing technology out there now, 3D, and right. your, the kinematic sequence, and it, it doesn't matter. Like, if they, you, you can't, you can't, I can't give someone a feel or anything and, like, tell them what to do to really create that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was doing some stuff. I had uh, two random trainees that I kind of put together, and I had, the first one I actually had was connected to the arm, and uh, this guy, first guy to try, his name was Bill. And he goes through and I'm like, yeah, like, I think we just want to get it to touch your shoulder. And like, all I was trying to do is just get him where he didn't like, like throw his arms at it. Right. <laughs> and he hits one. And again, when you hit that shot, you, like, you, you can hear it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And you play with, you play with some guys. Like I've, I play with some guys that are way better than me and they, I'm like, it just sounds different. Right. And this ball just, I'm like. He's like, that was different. Do that again. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, holy cow, then I might, we might have something. And um, so I started kind of drawing it up, what, what it might look like. And that was in uh, May 18th was the first actual, like, video I have of me actually, like, doing it right. and using it. Um, we got 3D prototypes, like, in September. We got molds made in December. We got the real thing made. I had literally got it two days before I went to the PGA show. Oh, nice. Um, oh, I saw Orlando, right? Yeah. yeah. So we, we, I was ready to try to do the show, and it, it just didn't work out time-wise. But it was walking around. And, again, like we got this really cool little mini club. And yeah. uh, it's counterweighted, so it's 25 inches long. So you can train oh. inside and not hit the ceiling, right? Yeah. So don't need to upset the wife. And so we're going to make sure that we put videos and pictures yes. on, our yeah, on our Instagram and on the website and things like I mean, that of the Lag Putter. But yeah. I yeah. can see Vern now yes. wanting to go purchase I already this dry thing. swinging the house a <laughs> lot. We'll talk about that in a yeah. second. But. It's, it's in, in, again, like my partner, Andy, he's like, hey, you should have like a, we should have like a little mini club that we can use. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I could probably counterweight it and. Again, so it's dual face because we're not lefty biased. Right. As you see, I'm all a lefty. you got to do is swing it. You just turn it uh, 30 degrees the other direction. And um, so we got actually a thousand of them coming over from India, and we got 2,600 of the lag masters on their way from Taiwan. And nice. So, but um, yeah, so we go through and I start using it, and I'm just like, oh my God, like. It's fixing sequence. It's fixing length of swing. It's fixing pivots. It's fixing balance. It's fixing timing, weight shift, like extension, yes. early mm-hmm. release, like content. I'm like, oh my god, it's doing everything right. <laughs> and like, I had this. I had one guy who bought one. Uh, I think he might have been from Oregon. And he's like, I'm interested in knowing how it fixes everything that you say it fixes. And I'm like, well. All I can tell you is when you sequence it right and your grip is good, right. everything else works. 
And again, like we look at all the great players. Like again, Mm -hmm. like when we start, we were talking lag, right? Like there's this misconception of lag just being this 90 degree angle between the shaft and the arm. Yeah. So can we, can I nerd out really quick uh, here, Claude? So before the show started, I was, uh, I was telling Mike about how I started golf basically in 2010, but it was like winter 2009. Um, Of course, like everyone, I get five lessons, you know, Hogan, I'm trying to teach myself. Uh, yeah, trying to teach myself the game or whatever. And uh, maybe around 2010, 2011, uh, I run into the concept of lag. I'm trying different things. And like I was, I was saying before the show, I was telling Mike, at that time, if you ask people now, I feel like everyone knows about downward compression and everything else. At that time, yeah, there were only a handful of guys. Yeah. Like, like I said, Lynn Blake we talked about, uh, Bobby Clampett. Um, uh, uh, you know, I mentioned Mansell. There were uh, there were others. There were, there were only a handful though that were talking that were d- disciples of TGM, mm-hmm. where the intention was impact to get the hands forward. Uh, you know, at impact or whatever. So let's talk about the concept of lag. When I introduce new golfers to the game, I explain to them. Obviously, I tell them, "Hey, go see a PGA professional." But I do get them chipping and stuff first, and I explain the mm-hmm. concept of impact being the same from you know a small chip to a pitch if you take a picture of it all the way back to the full swing so A is that correct there's compression in a putt exactly in a putt so (laughs) hopefully yeah yeah it's supposed to be right (laughs) Um, so yeah if you you could kind of talk about that and the idea that like um, what's kind of come full circle now is the idea of the match basically the idea that like uh, if you have a flat swing if you have a tall swing it kind of we'd like to work with repeatable parts but in general if we can get you back to impact the same way sure that's the that's the general concept of like you know lagging the club behind to get this downward compression. So if we could just like yeah. So again, like I I'm blessed. I I met Len Blake by pure accident. Um, we were talking about my yeah. buddy Danny yeah. Shans who got struck by lightning, mm-hmm. horrific accident, and just an amazing person. And I was really eager to start teaching next to him. And then the accident happened, and I didn't know if I could really go and ask to start teaching full time. Right. Um, so I kind of pushed it back and my wife's like, you know, Hey, you need to go learn how to, you need to go tell your boss that you want to teach. So I walk in January and I'm like, Hey John, I want to teach full time. I think that's where I want to go with my, with the career. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, a hundred percent. Like, I love what I do. I love helping people. And Mm -hmm. he's like, well, you need to go start learning. So sign up for the coaching summit. So I went to the coaching summit and Lynn Blake was literally the first person who walked up and started talking and and, I, and again like on the engineer my dad's an engineer so like right. architect side i'm just like oh my god this is me right like <laughs> he's just like and, it, and, it, and i think it gets a bad rap number one because some people see of again like ben doyle was one of the biggest yes. names for a golfing machine and and he had a preference he had a he had a pattern that he liked yes. and, and that's the thing like so a lot of people associate that to the golfing machine and you know like i started looking at it when i first met Lynn, I'm like, wow, like all these top 100 guys, like all have some like dabble in it. Right. Sure. I mean, they're mm-hmm. not sitting here spitting numbers and stuff. And even like when I started working with Lynn, he wasn't like going that route, like reciting out of the book, but the vocabulary, right. Like, again, like if I could, if we could all have the same vocabulary. Yes. So instead of making up words and like confusion, cause it's about, we're trying to communicate to you. Yes. And, Instructors, it, you yeah, and yeah. if if I listen to a word that confuses me, what's it going to do to the team? <laughs> right. Student, right? Yeah. So, I think that's the blessing that I have is like I had someone who was super educated on it and learned under Homer himself and very versed, but just able to kind of 
I wouldn't even say water it down, but just make it where it's digestible. Because I think a lot of people, when they, they say, oh, hey, let's read the golf. I had a guy yesterday. He's like, yeah, I bought the golfing machine. I'm like, oh, great. He's like, yeah, I actually bought it 25 years ago. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> I'm like, what page you get to? Two? Because <laughs> that's what usually, right? And, um, right. and again, like in, and in the book, it says how to read it. It's not like from front to back. Right. And the thing that Homer did was he just simplified it down to the machine. So when you start talking about lag, like I don't even have to cock my wrist to lag the club. No. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and, and again, like, so you got all the pressure points in the hands and again, you got three in the hands, one in the arm and to create lag, it's the lag pressure in the trail finger, right? right? The pointer finger. That's yeah, pressure you basically point number have a three, lever, right? Yeah, exactly. Like okay. again, so if I'm sequencing my body correctly, mm-hmm. that club is lagging behind. Right. And again, so like my my mentor Lynn Blake, and he's doing videos of dragging a mop. Well, and the next yep. thing you know, we all become handle draggers. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you look at every guy on tour. There's nobody flipping. No, right? That's so. Right. You know, but, and again, like, it, but I'm not sitting here training, like, left wrist arched. Mm-hmm. I don't have to because I, if I get you to have a good grip, right. I don't have to do that. Right. So there, there's there's components and pieces, and it's like you get to pick what you want, and then you marry that with, you know, you got Mike Adams and Dr. Wright are doing some, um, and E.A. Tischler, they're in yeah. Terry Rolls now. It's like, they're doing amazing stuff on right. how the body is built. Yes. Dictates what pattern I give you. It's it's like cheating, yeah. Right, like yeah. it's like, hey, you know what? If I know what swing type you are, I know exactly how you need a swing golf club. And right. there is no trying. There is because the problem is again, you got five types of swing types, um, and it's all dictated by the hand position right. on the club. Right. And again, Doctor Wright does a little different stuff with how the body wants to move and your core region, but um, it all really works and blends together, and. Um, it's like, okay, if I can tell you that, it's like, I know how, where your balance is. I know how you load it. I know how you sequence it. I know how you hold it. Like, mm-hmm. I know how you deliver it. I know right. how you exit it. It's like, why, why, why guess? Why can't, yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and I think I, I'm just as guilty, you know, you start talking six, five, six years ago, I was a preference guy, right? Yeah. Like, I, and everybody's trying to shove everybody to that middle. Yeah, just perfect, trying to follow everyone yeah, into yeah. this one in kind of one, thought. Yeah. And, and that's where... I look back and I'm like, man, you know, I think I really, I whiffed on that person. Like, I think. Did you give any of them their money back? No. What's funny you say that. Like, I was thinking about that the other day. So Sean Foley said that. And he's like, yeah, you know, any true teacher will tell you that they should probably call up the first thousand to two thousand lessons mm-hmm, that they gave mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and refund them. Because, again, like, I was just as guilty. Yeah. Like, I'm teaching my lesson, right? right like, right. the lesson yeah. I just got from somebody down the road. And, you know, and. Again, so you start looking at these concepts, and lag is one of them. I, I would tell you, a lot of people don't know what it is. I didn't for the longest time. Yeah, oh, yeah. like I, lag, it, yeah, it's yeah. kind of shocking. Like, cause mm-hmm. my, and even my partner Annie's like, yeah, my guy's like, I don't think people know what it is, and I'm like, yeah, I think again, like, so that's kind of our part right now, right? Like, we're trying to educate people on really more of how you're creating it, and then. Forward shaffling. Well, that forward shaffling is coming from how the sequence of the club and the body is moving to deliver the club back into the hitting zone. I, I mean, Sheesh. for eight years, I must have destroyed my swing club because <laughs> I got into golf 
from watching Long Drive when Sadlowski <laughs> when Sadlowski went back to back. So Golf right. Guy just used to have the sinks. Well, he, he he can hit it too. He like can. He, he doesn't just. He's not just driver. He can. He can like he, actually yeah. play. He, like, he came out to Congo. He's friends with a couple members oh, really? out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, so the swing, cool to watch him hit the swing sequence pages they used to have in Golf Digest, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember distinctly being like Sadlowski was in there, and I was like, <laughs> I saw this big ninety degree. Uh, uh, open now. His face is open, but he knew how to close it. I didn't know that though at the time. So I'm like, I'm trying to imitate his moves. And what I thought, to your point about lag, and we get, you start getting into like wrist cock and wrist hands, yeah. and I promise wrist I'll do the, the super no, technical stuff alone. Mm-hmm. But after this, but for years, I thought like, oh, I can cock my wrist way back, and we're we're good, and I'll just play with that, not knowing that the face is wide open. That causes me to stand up and then have to right. shut it, etc. Only recently, through you know Cogorno and some other guys online, mm-hmm. that I learned like, hey. Fake the, like if you if you have appropriate perception, if you have face awareness, then you can get lag a little bit better because you always know what the face is. You yeah. can just move through the ball. And it was again so would have been so much use, so much useful like way back <laughs> in the day. But back in the day, I feel like we were still coming out of the like nine, ten, eleven. We we're coming out of the McLean days. Not no shot against Jim McLean, yeah. but of old like L to L, roll the right. roll the yeah. hands. The there was a I think again like I I go off of what I've learned from Lynn and just the amount of stuff like I got 726 golf books. Wow. Right now, again, I have not read them all. <laughs> I'm working on my speed reading so I can actually get through some of those. But, you know, th- just the classic stuff that you look at and you're like, God, man, these guys did it better in the 20s than what we mm-hmm. do it now. Because, again, so we have all this technology, but how much better is the golfer getting? Right? Like, why are people listening to this podcast? Hey, no, that's a great I'm question. Like, well, I want to yeah. get better, right? I want to get, I want to, I want to get from a six. How do we get you from a 16 to a nine? And sometimes that's, right. you may have a swing that's like, you know, Jim Furyk or Bubba Watson, yeah, and it's not going to line up with that perfect kind of Roy McElroy look. But I mean, if we can just get you to compress, club face straight on, like Jared's we can do pretty some, good yeah. at impact. <laughs> right. Again, like if right. I, He's if, made a career out of if, it. People. If I got his yeah. bank account, I'd take his golf. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right. But like, I think again, like when you look at the golfing machine, Homer Kelly wrote the machine in 69. He wrote the pattern for Jim Furyk before Jim Furyk was born. Oh, really? So oh, you yeah, can't the, tell me yeah. that the, the, yeah. the golfing machine is a way. It's, it's, it's a system to create all these different ways to do it. Again, there's 10 quadrillion ways. Yeah. You know, so that's where I, I love it. I, again, I don't sit here and start telling you like L1, L3, you know, no wobble <laughs> in the club shaft attached. Because it doesn't make sense. I remember, yeah, but, I remember having instructors who would tell me, Claude, you've got you've to release the club at impact. And, and you know, it, it's just terminology. It's like, I don't understand what you mean by release sure. the club. Like, I think I'm doing that. Right. And you've got to find a way, like you said, to communicate to the student or to the golfer what you're trying to get them to do. And this right. is what I love about what you're saying. And, um, yeah, and you're told at Falls Road, watching some of your videos. one of my guys, instructor John, uh, oh, John, John Ross, yeah. he said, we're going to throw release out of the vocabulary. Here's what I want you to do. Well, the worst and, word is hinge. But, well, and it, it, right, because right? it's so like, it's, it's the I don't word. understand it, it. Please give me a different yeah. word. So yeah. I understand so, what you're saying. So again, so... It, I would always do so we would do our ladies classes when I was at Congo and I'd be like okay so we're going to use this word and again like it's just it's just what the wrist does right mm-hmm. and again like and I kind of get a little kickback from my girl Stacy <laughs> shout out um, <laughs> but I'm like Stacy it's what it does right like I'm not going to say anything else other than cocking the wrist because that's what you're doing yeah. right mm-hmm. you cock the lever of a gun like it's not yeah. any 
like it's not again it's not bad right it's just a, it's so, the word yeah so like if you hold your hands out for me real right. quick so right. our hands are so right now our, our wrists are flat right mm-hmm. so if you go get your fingers down that's uncocked mm-hmm. right so if i go up that's cocked this is what i was doing right yep. Yep. yeah so and if i go here where my thumb joint is like literally parallel like right in line with my forearm that's right. called level right yep. okay so now if you take so we're for you, mm-hmm. your turn, because you're lefty, is actually going to be to the right. Wow. Our turn is to the right, left. Okay. Or ours is to the right, yours is... Oh, my God. I turn, turn, say. turn back. Supination right, pronation? Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, but I don't even know those numbers. Oh. Turn, roll, versus supination pronation, like, mm-hmm. what's, what's okay. easier, right? Because, like, so, see, <laughs> now we're getting back into confusing the person, Yeah. right? Like, I don't, I, I don't want... I don't, I'm not a doctor. I don't need to sound like a doctor. Right. I just need you to understand what the heck your hands are doing. Yeah. Right. Right. So, right. so for you, I roll back. In, yeah. In, in mm-hmm. our backswing, our so you swing. Yeah. So we're swinging to the right. So mm-hmm. to your left is turn, and then three is roll. Yep. Right. And then you have arched. Right. Mm-hmm. And then bent. Okay. Yep. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. No hinge. Right. Right. So <laughs> what Homer talks about is the hinge is in your shoulder because your your shoulder acts like a door hinge. Right, so I can have a vertical hinge like a door on a car. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. Makes sense. I can have a, a horizontal hinge. Okay. Yep. Right, like a trap door, right. or I can do simultaneous. So vertical is closing only. That's what we want to do in a real, like a full swing. Okay. Right. A horizontal hinge is what we want to do, like out of a bunker. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's more. Oh, yeah. That's activating the bounce. Oh, that's what. Yeah. 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 So yeah, the yeah. club faces, and again, it has a feel. It kind of feels like your hands are reverse rolling. So right. if you play tennis. That's what you're doing to hit mm-hmm. a cut shot. Mm-hmm. Tennis players do this stuff in matters of seconds. Yeah. We have right. hour, we have minutes to prep, and people don't do it the right way. <laughs> right. right? And then the one that most people do, that most people do is, again, the wrong way, is they get toe up where they're letting their hands roll in a yes. pitch shot. But we want to do more of an angle, which is it's simultaneously laying back and closing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So the club, that's the one that's easy to kind of see because the club looks like it's on an angle when you finish. Right. It's like, right. Yeah. You know, so like what's funny is I, people come out for a lesson and we'll go through and we'll get the swing going and they're like, wow, yeah, I really need to take a pitch. And I'm like, if you like my full swing stuff, you're going to love my short game because it's good. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. when you start talking about how do I get to a nine, you got to pitch it closer. Yep. Right. And yep. one, one of the craziest mm-hmm. stats I've ever seen, it was in Golf Digest last, last year. I, I, w- I got to find the picture I took of it. But it was like top 25 players on tour are 4.25 feet away from the hole. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 25. So that's so that make percentage is like uh, 93%. Yeah. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. 25 to 50 are six and a half feet from the hole. They have a twenty percent less chance to make. So this, uh, you're talking so, that you're talking the best. You're talking the top fifty players in the world. Right. Twenty percent difference. Mm-hmm. How much money is that? Yeah. Like yeah. You're a million, right? Yeah. We're and what are, and what are yeah. they out grinding? They're out grinding their swings. They want to hit it farther. It's like you, again. I got to watch Butch Armin teach, and one of the coolest. That's probably the coolest three days ever. And he was just a master, right? But he said he's like, yeah, it's not how many greens you hit; it's how close you hit them. And I'm like, dude, you're in. See, right? see. Now, now, for a warning for our listeners and yes. people we play with, yes. at our level, it's just, it's getting on. And then once we get on consistently, then it's how close do we yes. get it. Because yes. But again, so that, so that goes to back to what we were talking about, right. the strategy, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. what are we trying to do? So it's like, okay, if I go in and I'm trying to, 
trying to hit the green, I hit it in a bunker. Okay, well, if you don't like getting out of bunkers, then you're probably going to make a double or a triple. Mm-hmm. You know, right? So let's lay it up short so we can have a pet shot over and play it better. It's just thinking. But and by the way, good. let me amend that. For listeners who are closer to Vern and Aaron and even hey, a Matt say, hey, and even a Matt level, still thirteen, baby. Your your is, is how close we get it. Yeah, the rest of us, <laughs> we just want to get it on a green and regulation. Right, so here's here, here's my suggestion for everybody listening: if you want to take six shots off your score, okay, stop chipping with a lob wedge. Uh. Right, mm-hmm. so here's what everybody does. Right, so fifty-two, not even like fifty-six. Get into an eight iron. Mm-hmm. Right, like so. Like remember my, me and Sherman yeah. got into an argument about that. Yeah. So, at, so three like years ago at Green around. or four years ago, Green Turtle before yes. I kicked him off the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I didn't kick him off this show. He, he left on this phone. But remember, we, we got into that where I, I was like, you know, because for whatever reason, he thought it was ridiculous to try to bump and run or pitch with a nine or an eight. Yes. And I'm like, but if like it's the same thing if I take a hybrid or wood off the tee box or up. an iron, if yeah. that's a safer shot, it's course management. Yeah. But anyway, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. That's a, so that's like, a personal yeah, so my thing. Dad, my dad taught me that <laughs> shot when I was probably eight. Right. And. I never used it. <laughs> like, I would always, and I just like, remember, he like, land it soft. Yeah, and, like, I remember one tournament vaguely, it was like, I was 16, it was when I was in Ohio, playing Avalon, Avalon South, for, trying to qualify for the, uh, they still have it actually now, um, the Olympic, is it Olympic Club? Oh gosh. Like, a, like a local tournament? Optimus. Oh, okay. Optimus. Okay. So it's still like a big national thing. And um, I hit it up by the green in two on a par five. And he's recording this on one of those big VHS screens. I listened to it later. He's like, oh, my God, you're grabbing your wedge. (laughs) (laughs) He's commenting on So I'm just like. He's getting ready to be preparing to fail. Yeah. So, like, I look back at it now. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like my dad now. Right. So. And I have these kids who I would teach. I taught for probably seven years since they were like sixth grade. Now they're in college. And the last two years, they were. Bumping around, he's like, Mike, this shot's so great. Like, again, like, so it, what happens is you take a wedge, you put it back in your stance, you just delofted it. So mm-hmm. you just made your sand wedge a nine iron. Right. Yeah. So, again, Ray Floyd, it's a putt, a chip is a putt with a lofted club. So you that's the only club what, you chip. What have I so, been doing? Yeah. So yep. you only grip mm-hmm. down on a chip. Mm-hmm. You don't need to grip down on a pitch because all you're doing is putting the divot further down on the ground when you grip down on a wedge. So don't do that. Grip down on your eight iron, stand about 10 inches away from it, Okay. Mm-hmm. right? Put the ball up in your stance like a like a putt, right. and just don't use your wrist. It's, it's literally it's a putty <laughs> stroke. And people are like, well, I've never practiced that shot before. I'm like, have you ever hit a putt before? <laughs> right? You've practiced because literally, like, what you do, so he, and again, so this is getting into the complexity of it, right? So Paul Runyon was a master of this, and he did the rule of 12. I dumbed down the whole thing, yeah. right? So you got short chip for a pitching wedge, medium chip with an eight iron, Long chip with a six iron. Mm-hmm. So you're clubbing just like you do from the fairway, right? Yep. You don't make a bigger swing with your pitching wedge when you're 150 yards. You go grab your eight iron. Yes. Right. Right. right so right, right. we club off of how far you are from the hole. And when you do that, now it's like, okay, if I was putting from here, how hard would I putt it? And literally, I have Same people stuff. who, I have people who, they've never chipped in in their life and they're chipping in in a lesson. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I, had, I had one guy do it with a hybrid. He chipped in three times out of four. First shot. He threw it to the club and he's like, what the heck have I been doing? And I'm like, I don't know, but that was pretty good. Like, I'm like, I might have to charge you double for that. <laughs> I guarantee you this makes sense. We go play this afternoon. Yeah. I'm not going to do any of it. I, yeah. I, I loved it. Well, again, so, but, but, but I should. But, but I should. I'm going, thing, so, I am going to. Yeah, so yeah. I think, again, this is where we go back into terminology, right? Like, I can't watch golf because I can't stand 
the, the words that they use. It's just, oh, he had a great, great chip shot. I'm like, that guy was 40 yards off the green. That's yeah, a pitch. That a pitch. Right, right. Yeah, right? Okay. Like, can we mm-hmm. can we stop confusing all of us? The general public. Right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, uh, a chip, a chip okay. shot is four steps from the green or mm-hmm. less. Okay. okay. Four letters four in the word chip. Okay. Let's yeah. make it simple. Yep. Okay. I like that. Five, five steps or more, mm-hmm. five letters in the word pitch. Okay, pitch. we're hitting a pitch shot. Okay. We just simplified it, right? Now, yep. again, if I'm putting the ball in the air, like a pitcher and throwing in baseball, and we were doing this late, I, again, like this is, God, 2010, so almost 13 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing this ladies class, and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like a, a chip is like the ball. It wants to roll along the ground. And this lady's like, like a chipmunk? And I'm like, oh my god, that's gold. I'm like, yeah. I, I, yes, I, I say like that like five <laughs> minimum five times a week, right? I still use it. It was from 13 years ago. Um, her name's Christine. I, lo- I loved it. And it's like, hey, yeah, like yeah, you just want to again. And I'm like, well, if that's a that's a pitcher, then a pitch is like throwing the ball through the air like a pitcher yep. in baseball. And I'm like, it's simple, yes. right? So because the thing is, I want to have a visualization of what you say you're trying to do. And yeah. everybody, why? Well, oh, hey, got to work on my chipping. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> you need to work on your pitching again. Because and so when you start talking. Okay, 16 to 9. Okay, well, we need to be able to have add more tools to your toolbox. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? So, again, don't walk up one club. You don't mm-hmm. go out and play golf with just your 7 iron. We got different, we got different weapons, right? That's right. And we got to make sure, number one, all the weapons work. Right? So, if I got somebody on my team in my bag that I don't like, kick them off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? no, right. To kick yeah. the 4 yeah. iron yeah. out, go mm-hmm. get a hybrid, yeah. right? Like, it's like, okay, like, make sure that you have the right stuff in your bag. So, if you can go through and you can start to understand, like, when you're by the green, those are the most valuable shots. And we got to chip it. We got to get it close. Yes. Right? right? So, again, you, you're going into a high lofted club, backing your stance, de-lofting it, making it want to dig. We're afraid of chunking it. Well, there should be a reason why. And then you're adding bite to the ball. And so a chip should be something that's going to release well, I'm I'm pinching this ball now. Now it's oh hey, it checked. Well, yeah, it checked. Yeah. <laughs> right, like you just did it. Now I'm all for again. Runyon talked about more lean forward as the lie gets worse. Right. But if I can tell you, okay, I know what club I'm chipping with, which the shaft is zeroed out. Yes. Right. Belly point right at my belly button. If I start leaning more forward, I know how I'm affecting that golf club now. So mm-hmm. I just told him I turned my eight iron to a six iron. Well, I just told you a long chip is going to be a six iron. Well, I need to change clubs now because yeah. now go it's get, too just long. Go get your six iron. Right. Right. So well, now all of a sudden we have a system, right? right? And I think too many people's systems are just terrible because they walk up, number one, 60s are like 911. You don't want to have to call it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, I don't hey, have how, one anymore. Yeah, yeah. So how do I get, okay, well, you want to get from a 16 into a 9? You, it, unless you're hitting full like distance wedges, you don't want to have to use your 60. It's a yeah. one trick pony, yeah. right? Yeah. And not everybody's Phil Mickelson. Mm-hmm. No. Phil doesn't Most even do are. what he says he does. There is no hinge and hold. He hinges <laughs> He hinges it and throws it. He does. It, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because there's yep. no other way he can hit the shots that he's hitting mm-hmm. by, again, like Stan Utley said it beautifully. He's like, if you pull the handle down, Drivers you're books. coming all leading edge. And yeah. I'm like, I watched Stan Utley do a clinic at Congressional, and it was like, oh, my God, this is – how does not everybody know this stuff? Yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. And yeah. again, how he explained it, he turned 12 people into amazing. They were hitting these nippers like out of the bunker. I'm just like, how, okay, R&D, rip off and duplicate. Yeah. Like, right, yeah, 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 you know? yeah. 
crazy. So, when it comes to the Lagmaster, how can people find more information on that? Mm-hmm. More information on you? Try to yeah. get on your busy schedule. Yeah. How, can, how can they yeah, do it? Yeah. How, how can Vern get on your busy schedule? So, great question. So, uh, lagmastersports.com. Uh, we went live about a month ago. Sweet. Um, we've got a. And big shipments coming in in hopefully about two weeks. Um, I'm going to order one. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to add it to my month too. of binge. Uh, really good videos on the website. We were looking at it. As yeah, we were it's, in. it's honest to God. Like, I had, so I've had my best friend from high school. He got one. He lives in Ohio. And he calls me up Sunday morning. It was like two weeks ago. He's like, Mike, I love you. I'm like, <laughs> I love you too, buddy. And he's like, no, 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 no. Seriously. He's like, I just shot two under, and I just used the lag master at home in my family room, just swinging it a couple. Of, I didn't, even, wow, you know, and <laughs> and so again, like so, when we start talking about why can't we take it from the course to the range, from the uh-huh. range to the course, because it's timing, right? And again, Will Robbins talks about it's not te- technique, it's tension. There's some technique in there, right? Right, tension magnifies it. Um, and I have another guy who, again, he shoots usually right around in the 80s, um, and he goes and he texts me. This is like three weeks ago, and he's like. Sends me a screenshot. He's like, dude, I just shot even par. He's like, this wow. is. Wow. He's like, I, sw- I swung it for like five <laughs> minutes a day, like three times last week. Yes, sir. I never felt balanced. Um, my buddy, who's a he oversees like 20-some courses up in Connecticut right. for uh, what used to be Billy Casper Golf. And he he's like, I've hit on the simulator for five years. They run like this huge simulator uh, bar now. And um, I hit a 225, carry. I know it, though. Mm-hmm. Five years of it. He's like, I had a 245 today. Jeez. And he's like, and the one of the assistants walked up to me after I got done like hitting, and he's like, I've watched your golf swing for three years. He's like, I've never seen you swing like that before. Wow. What were you doing? And and, and that's the thing that's changing, right? Like, and for for a teacher, my biggest thing is I, I want people to play better because okay. if you play better, you're going to play more. Yep. Right. We're going to have more fun. It's not relaxing. We can all agree. It's, there's nothing about golf. That's, it's <laughs> right. Like, like when so I we have this whole yoga, joke. Yoga is not relaxing. Yeah. And then no. somebody kind of conned me into so that. So we have this joke where we're like, if an alien life form were looking down on Earth and see us playing on a random day, they would say, "What did these humans do to torture deserve this it. capital <laughs> punishment <laughs> of torture yeah. to play this game? <laughs> They've been sentenced to hit this ball." Yeah. Right. Um, so really quick before we get you out of here, you mentioned something earlier I, as a, just another tip for the listeners. You talked about one of the walls being practice and you mentioned practicing the wrong way. And I've heard of like block practice sure, versus right. can you just speak yeah, so, to that? Really so there's quickly? three types. So okay. block and random are usually the two that kind of get thrown out. Block is usually we're trying to learn a skill, right? Okay. We're trying to learn a new move in a golf swing, same club. Repetition, over and, over. and again, there's a lot of um, scientific research behind it now, saying that random actually is going to stay with you longer. So, yeah. random practice, changing your target, changing, changing your clubs. clubs. Okay. Um, you know, one thing I like to do is I was like, okay, how big of a swing you got to make with your seven iron to go 100 yards? And the kids look at me like, why? Why would I want to do that? I'm like, well, what happens if you hit it in the trees? You got to punch it out and you got to land it 100 yards and roll it mm-hmm. up on the green. I'm like, that would be really mm-hmm. good to know, right? Yeah. It's like, oh. So that, that actually is a really good one. But, um, again, Will has been so instrumental in my coaching, and he talks about purposeful practice, okay. right? And so purposeful practice is, again, I tell people all the time, the difference between the golf course and the range is scorecard and a pencil. So when was the last time you went to the range and you said, you know what, I'm going to hit these 10 balls, and I'm going to look at that, I'm going to build a fairway yeah. with my driver. That's right. And yeah. I got to hit mm-hmm. 10 
I got to hit 10 shots, and out of those 10, I got to hit five in the fairway. Now, the fairway can't be the range. Right. You gotta, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You no, got to narrow it down. Yeah, 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 when you go down to here a little bit, like, we have a 300-yard <laughs> wide range. There is no hole that's that, that big. So right. you got to go, and you got to make your own hole. And you got to go through, and it's like, okay, hey, I got through great. Hey, you got six. Awesome, cool. Next time you come out, you got to get six or better. Mm-hmm. Right? So because mm-hmm. what we talk about is it's not a mental game. It's an emotional game. And emotions is like confidence. Yes. Right? Well, oh. that's a muscle. Yeah. Right? Confidence so we get confidence. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we, so we got we to, gotta, number one, we got to fail. Right? I got three kids. And my two boys right now, like, it's fun to watch them just learning new things. And, like, I know they're going to fail, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Again, like, just I had both of them at my golf camp this week. And my little one, he failed. Mm-hmm. He, there were a little putting contest and he messed up. He didn't get it in. And I could see it killed him, right? He went back to his team and he's just sitting there and <laughs> all he wanted to do was like pout and cry, but he knew that he wasn't <laughs> able to. And mm-hmm. so the third time up, he goes up and he makes it, right? So like he had to fail to realize that he had to push through. And that's right. what we don't do, right? Like, oh, hey, don't want to waste them on the range. What the heck does that mean, right? That's right. Yeah. Like, that's what, that's, oh, hey, mm-hmm. you know, like go out, throw a couple TDs. Hey, guys, we're good. We're. Practice is over. <laughs> right. no, Nobody you threw does two that. TDs out of two passes. Yeah. No, it's like, okay, how many more? So like putting, right? So yeah. it's like you go through 10 putts. How many out of 10 are you going to make from three feet? And I'll tell you right now, it's not easy, right? Like mm-hmm. one of uh, that was one of our things. One of uh, the kids who I watched, he had 112 in a row from Ooh. three feet. One, one ball <laughs> working around the hole, right? And he's uh, my boy, Peter Barrows. He's going up to Villanova. See? Yes, that, sir. That makes sense. That lines yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. 112 so, in a row yeah. going to Villanova. And then, <laughs> and then, so again, going back to we were talking about the tour player, right, yeah. is the record from, 40, from four feet was 42. Yeah. Today so it dropped significantly, and again, this was on not necessarily a flat green, but it was indoors, but right. it had some tilt to it. So we just start understanding. It's like, hey, if you want to practice again, like Will Robbins has a, a book. It's uh, called the Scoring Method. It's awesome. Again, like if you want to go out and it's all skilled. It's all. It's like, hey, you want to break ninety? You want to break eighty? You want to shoot par? Right. So like, it can be applied to any type golfer. Um, but yeah, no. And again, like. It's just been awesome to watch people get better off of that kind of stuff, right? So sure. it's, wow, I never even thought of it this way. I'm like, yeah, like, when you guys are playing, you guys play for strokes? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, right? Yep. So how many times you walk up to the, the number one hand, oh, get a stroke here, you're right? Already, yeah, you're already, yeah, you're not supposed to par that hole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you aren't, it's the number one hardest hole mm-hmm, for a reason. Mm-hmm. Right. You aren't supposed to par it, so stop trying because that's how you make a double bogey. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Play like a par five. Right. Mm-hmm. Try to make a birdie. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, so yeah. again, so you start to go through, and it's like, hey, like if I can kind of start tricking myself, right, and how to play the game. Yeah. So it's like, play every par. If you bogey every hole, you shoot ninety. Right. Yep. If you if you bogey every par four, you par the par fives and the threes. You just shot eighty two. <laughs> right. So like again, so that's a little strategy <laughs> now. So it's like, wow, right. hey, like. I can par par five. I might even be able to throw a birdie in there. You okay, well, press on those that, fours, like yeah, you know like work. again, yeah. like it's a hard game. Yes, it's a, right? it's a really yeah, hard it's game, ridiculous. and it's only getting harder because it's only getting longer. And the equipment, as good as it is, our handicap still hasn't gotten better. That's right. That's right. right. That's, that's right. right. Which so, and that's where when I'm watching what the lagmaster does, I'm just like, oh my god. This is this is going to be a game changer yeah, because yeah. like I'm watching it change people who've played golf. I had a guy he's like in 50 years of playing golf, I've never felt my body move like that, <laughs> right? And he had, and, 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 yeah, like and he comes, he was coming over the top so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel I felt so bad for him. I'm like, and I videotaped him like second swing, right? And that's how it's mm-hmm. like 
fast. Right. And he goes through and he makes a swing and I show him the video. He's like, oh my God, that's like a eight inches under the plane. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you, you got to learn. And again, like, and this is the stuff that he needs to do at home. It's not hitting golf balls. Right. Right. Like I, again, I've had people hit balls with it. To me, that's not what's going to change people, right? Like if that's where the mini club, mm-hmm. I love the mini club because you can just do it at home. Yep. Right. Yep. Go swing it and crush it and go out and play some amazing golf and have fun. Right. So before we let you go, again, we're going to put a link on our, you know, show notes and website yeah, and things yeah, yeah. for the lag, uh, lag master. But as, as someone who helps other people get better, where can you get better? Where do you see, where, where do you want to improve? And what, do, what, do, what are you working on? Ooh. Although I know as an instructor, Ooh. you don't get to That's work on your question. game. You don't get to work on your game a lot. I and mean, people don't know no. that. They think, oh, well, he's an instructor. He yeah. probably no, works on his game every day. Teacher, he play golf yeah. every day. Yeah. You don't get to do that. But where are you trying to get better? So I'll, I'll tell you this. So the one thing that I wish I had more time to practice was my putting. Right, so it all I, gets I played. Short so game. I just, I just, it all gets back to it. I just played. I just played my sixth and seventh round of the year last weekend. Wow. Went up to Rhode Island. No, yeah, and I played my Shelter Harbor was probably top three courses I've ever played in my life. Everyone was just like, "Oh my god, Shelter Harbor." We need yeah. to write that down. Yeah, yes. yep. Just, yep. Oh my god, um, practice range was just like everything about it was just awesome. I had a par three course. Any, any of the par three holes could be on the golf mm-hmm. golf course. It was epic. Um, but the ones, that's the one thing that kind of frustrated me the most when I was playing, you know, like I shot even par on Saturday and I don't, again, like I hit a couple balls every once in a while, but I missed probably six putts inside of 10 feet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just like super frustrating. And like oh. I aim point, I do all that stuff yep. and I've done aim point for 13 years. And it's just one of those things where it's like, you, you got to put your time in on the green. Right? Mm-hmm. Most people are like, oh, hey, let's hit a couple of putts before we warm up and go play. That ain't it. And I'm like, yeah, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, like, I, I think that's a great question. It's the, again, like, I got three kids. So, it's, okay, do you want to go and hit balls? <laughs> yeah, you want to hit balls? or So, again, so going back to the purposeful practice, if you can practice harder. Yes. Right? And make golf easier. Right? So, practice hard. Play simple. Right? Play easy. Um Nobody does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you right? go. And again, like you don't have, we don't have 10 hours, like no. pros, right? Like, no. That's the thing. You watch these guys hit shots. I, I think it's so cool. And again, I know the betting stuff kind of is playing into it because the percentages of the makes and the proximity to the hole. Oh, and, yeah. and it starts making you realize, hey, these guys don't flag every shot. Nope. Right? Like right. that one, yeah. like it was like uh, during the open, it was like proximity was like 27 feet and it was like the par three. And I'm like, God, man, like, I wish people would understand that. Like, because, again, we're really hard on ourselves on the game. Yeah, I mean, right? I think coming in, Wyndham was 17 or 18, mm-hmm. Mr. Green completely. And at that time, I put in a group text. I was like, oh, he's still getting up and down because he's been money. Yeah. And he chips it to within, like, two feet, yeah. drains it. Again, and that's the game. Like, that's where they're – they all hit bad shots, but they're masters of recovering. getting and recovering. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Most of them. All right, so. it's Lagmaster uh, Mike Dixon, PGA Master Professional here at Little Bennett. Come out, see him. Uh, go to his uh, website, uh, www.mgcacademy.com. You can find out more about all the uh, instructors in the Montgomery County yeah. uh, golf courses. Uh, and if it's okay, I kind of give you email loud. It's yeah, no, that's good. mdixon at mcgolf.com. Mike, thank you so much for your yeah, time man, on Golf no, DMV. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. It was awesome. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah.